Welcome back to Living Better in San Diego. I'm Vicki Pepper. What do a layoff, a medical emergency, a global pandemic, and even a broken appliance have in common? Each scenario has the potential to upend your personal finances, no matter your financial situation. But in this accessible new guidebook, Financial First Aid, you'll learn how to navigate unexpected financial surprises. Author Alyssa Davis, founder of the popular finance blog Mixed Up Money, offers tips and best practices for building a robust emergency fund so you'll be ready to face a rainy day. Thank you for joining me, Alyssa. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Alyssa, start by telling us why is it so important to have multiple streams of income? I think the most important aspect of this is that they provide you with protection in moments of emergency. So if you suffer unexpected job loss tomorrow, you know that you have a backup plan or a place to reach for more income if you need. And how can someone get started with a side hustle? Well, the best thing to do is determine what options you have. So whether you want to monetize a talent, or find a part-time job at a company, you will have to determine how much time you realistically have to allocate without pushing yourself to the extreme versions of hustle culture. What steps do you recommend taking after losing a job? That one's a really big one, and it's such an important question that we need to consider, which is what is your financial situation looking like after you lose your job? Are you in the position where you have that emergency fund saved up or you have a backup plan? Or are you in the position where you are going to be struggling to make your next monthly essential bill payment? In that case, you want to look at what your options are, whether that be government programs and support or reaching out to your community and network or just taking a look at your budget and seeing what areas you can actually work with to adjust and give yourself a chance so that you don't have to go into debt just to survive. And how can someone negotiate for a higher salary? Oh, one thing you need to do when you're negotiating for a higher salary is to actually do some research. Get to know what the market looks like, what other people in your industry are being paid, and ask them. Ask for guidance and support from your peers or people that you admire to see what they're making. Go into that negotiation with all of the information you need, including these are the things that I've done well over the year. These are all of the goals or accomplishments that I've achieved for the company. And also something that I recommend is using the tactic where you're negotiating or pretending to negotiate on the behalf of someone you really love, whether that be your best friend or a family member. That might give you a little bit of extra confidence you need to negotiate for what you actually deserve. And how can someone negotiate bills and debt? That's a really great question, too. When it comes to negotiating for any other bills. You want to, again, do your research so you know what your options are. And also just remember that the person on the other line is just like you. So speak with them politely, make the conversation as easy as possible. And remember too, that the worst that they can say is no. Why are multiple emergency funds important? Personally, for me, the choice to have multiple emergency funds is a meaningful way to protect my financial security aside for saving money for retirement. As a mom and a wife, I really want to make sure that the people that mean the most to me are protected no matter what situation arises, whether that is an unexpected death, a medical emergency that forces someone out of the workplace, or home emergency where maybe our roof needs replacing and we still have other financial obligations that need to be taken care of at the same time. I'm speaking with Alyssa Davies, founder of the finance blog Mixed Up Money and author of the new book Financial First Aid. How are money and emotion tied together? That's probably my favorite question. I think that our finances and the way that we spend and save are heavily dictated by emotion because the way that we were brought up as kids is often really connected to how we use our money as adults because we learn through behavior, we learn through 
through hearing how other people speak about money, use money. And so whether we're looking for a hit of dopamine or we can't sleep at night because we're so worried about our debt load, they're very connected. And so we need to learn how to change the narrative of feeling shame and guilt when it comes to having debt or spending money on things we love and turn that around so that we can actually feel like we're making the best decisions for us. What are some ways to tackle debt repayment? There's a few options for how you can repay your debt. You can do snowball repayment where you pay the highest interest first, or you could use an avalanche repayment method where you distribute the money evenly across all of the debts that you owe. But I think that a lot of us need to consider which one of your debt weighs the most heavily on you. Which one's causing you the most stress? Is it a family loan, your vehicle loan? Whichever one it is, make sure that you tackle that one first to let yourself feel some sense of relief. When should someone consider bankruptcy or debt consolidation? I think if you're having a really hard time getting ahead or you're only able to pay the minimum or have collections agencies calling and you're feeling extreme anxiety or worse, that's the time to speak to a professional. They're going to direct you to your best option. And the bottom line is that you should not be embarrassed to ask for help or to use a program that exists for a reason. And that could be what puts you in the position to actually give yourself a chance financially. What should someone do once debt is paid off? First off, before you start spending that money you were putting towards debt repayment, I would say you should consider switching that savings or repayment amount towards a financial goal that you've had to put off. So something else that you're really passionate about. And how can someone save and pay off debt at the same time? This is one that often overwhelms people. But the reason you need to do this is because your emergency fund is going to keep you on track to pay off your debt rather than derail your progress. So even just putting 10 to $20 away each month into an emergency fund while you're repaying your debt can protect you in those moments of unknown. I've been speaking with Alyssa Davies, founder of the finance blog Mixed Up Money and author of Financial First Aid. How would you like us to get your book? You can pick up Financial First Aid at any major book retailer, or you can just head to my website, mixedupmoney.com, for more information. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.